But I think you have to just really open yourself up and literally think of you opening your arms, maybe not doing it, don't do it physically in front of them. But when you're sitting across from this new person, open yourself to them. Like in your mind, think I'm getting to know you and I want to get to know you because I went on way too many first dates and I wasn't open to getting to know them more. You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Gray. As the name suggests, we do things unedited around here. You can expect to hear open and authentic conversations with a side of real talk. Join me as I explore a wide variety of topics within the realm of mind, body, and spirit. Thanks for listening. I'm here today with Christine. Um, Christine, you can say hello to everyone. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me, Christy. I'm so excited to be here on your podcast. Uh, Do you know what? I am so excited that you said yes to this because I feel like Uh, you have so much to share with the world. uh, I love (laughs) that you think that. Thank you. I hope everyone does too. (laughs) After this. Uh, So you may have already heard, or Christine, I know that we're recording this um, conversation in advance, but for everybody out there, they would have already heard a conversation with um, myself and my best friend, Sarah, and we were uh, exploring the topic of dating today in your 30s and online dating and some of the stigma that surrounds it. And as my best friend, Sarah, is going on a journey of what it looks like to navigate online dating in our 30s, I thought, what a beautiful beautiful opportunity to open up the conversation and have this conversation with you, which is somebody that not only has been in the online dating game, but has had some incredible success from it. Yes, I have. Oh. I am marrying the guy who I met online, and I never thought I would say that out loud, <laughs> ever, which is so crazy. I'm actually going to marry a man that I met on a dating app, which oh. is the coolest thing ever. Do you feel liberated when you say that? Yes. And what is so crazy is I used to think, oh my God, online dating, there is so much like faux pas that's so old school. I would never, ever do that. But it is so invigorating when I tell my friends, they go, oh, where did you and Anthony meet? And I say, oh, on a dating app. And they're like, oh my God, that is so, so amazing. But it's not uncommon anymore, which I am very grateful for. Because I think back, let's see, I met Anthony in 2015. It is now 2019. So I met him four years ago. And even five, six, seven years ago, it was kind of strange to say that you're going online dating. And I don't know why, but I have this vision in my head of the dial-up AOL, like, (laughs) you know, that that's how old school I feel like online dating was. (laughs) And just so like kind of strange. And to me, it used to be 
oh, well, you can't find anyone in person that you have to be set up and kind of, you know, put these traits online. And I'm so glad that that's just not the world that we live in anymore. We are so connected on our phones and with apps and Ah, oh, I just, yeah. So, so I'm marrying Anthony and we met on this really cool dating site. So I'm excited to tell you all about that. Uh, oh my goodness. I love, like, I just love hearing your story and I just think it's just, it gives so many people hope as well. Yes. Yeah, right, because we hear all these bad experiences about online dating, but there's so many positive experiences to be told as well. Yes, well, Christy, I had a hundred bad experiences (laughs) online dating until I met Anthony. I was on... I think at one time I was at on three different online dating sites. And just to like give you a background, I'm very similar to you, Christy, where I am very outgoing. I love talking to people. Um, I'm not nervous, you know, to, to meet new people. But I have to say, I was very nervous meeting strangers who I didn't know. That was like the biggest thing. I live in New York City. I'm currently living on the Upper East Side. I work in the Flatiron District, and New York is a scary place. Uh, There are a lot of people here, and it was very, very scary to look at a picture, especially if they posted only one photo, and say, okay, you know, to my girlfriend, to my mom, my sister, I'm going to meet up with this guy, Joe Schmo. I hope he's not a serial killer and I hope I come back alive. Like that was really kind of how it was. Yeah. It was Mm. a little scary. And uh, thankfully, um, knock on wood, I never was put into any scary situations or there was no one that was really kind of outrageous. I did go out with a lot of strange men though. They just, from the moment I met them, they had some weird, strange thing in their eye. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know, who, who are you? What, what is your deal? Um, but I have to say I was always very, I went through the entire date. So I'll give you uh, an example. Okay. I, Oh, yes. I was going to say, can we unpack that in a moment? Yes. I really want to hear the strange example. (laughs) I'm I'm ready. Okay, I'm I'm, ready. (laughs) And the only reason I'm interjecting here, and I'm sure everyone's hanging on to your every word right now, (laughs) because I was like, I think we need to give everyone a little bit of context of who you are. Okay, who I am. Okay, good. Okay, okay. Let's go back. Because everybody's probably thinking, who is Christine and how does Christine yes. her as well? <laughs> okay, sounds good. You're right. I, I'm jumping. I'm jumping I forward. I'm, I'm, just, I'm so excited. Okay, well, it. I'm Christine. I'm 30 years old. I am originally from Connecticut, which is, uh, for all my Australia friends uh, listening, it is a state that is, it is about two hours north of Manhattan. And that's where I grew up. I went to college in a state called Ohio, and that's in the middle of the country, a beautiful, beautiful place. And then I got a really cool job with Christian Dior 
in New York City after I graduated college, and I worked for Christian Dior as a makeup artist for many years, had the best time in the entire world, and then I got a job with Fresh Beauty, which is a skincare company, and that's how I met you, Christy. And Christy, you came to visit, I think, which is crazy, was it two years ago you came to New York? Yeah. Two years ago. And I remember you showed up at the fresh office and I thought, who is this beautiful, (laughs) cool, blonde girl from Australia? I looked at you and I thought, oh, we are going to be best friends. You you are my Australian best friend. (laughs) And we hit it off the moment that we met each other. Yeah. And so, so that's how I know you. Um, but I just, I see a lot of similarities between you and I, Christy, in terms of I'm a, I'm like a truth free spirit. I love the beauty, the fashion world. And I also love crystals and stones and meditating and doing yoga and Pilates. And I just am very into all those types of things, really health and wellness and just being your biggest advocate and just being a super confident woman in this world. You know what? And I think that there needs to be, you know, I think when you can empower that confidence as a woman, it's such an incredible thing because then you're able to impact everybody else around you. And I just feel like you're a ray of sunshine in my life and Uh I couldn't love you anymore. So I'm so glad. (laughs) Same. (laughs) I'm so glad I cried. Hearts crossed because I've been fangirling ever since. <laughs> oh, I agree. Same here. I'm cheering you on for from I don't know how many thousands of miles apart we are. But what's crazy is it doesn't even matter how yeah. far apart we are. We we feel the love uh, from each other from from oceans apart, which is a pretty cool situation. Yeah, absolutely. It's so cool. And it's just nice yes. that we not only cross paths in New York City of all places, um, that now we can have conversations like this and yes. uh, have like be able to share them with the world. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because another really cool thing that I love that I did with you is I worked with you to, and you really helped to empower me to just be a better human being in work, in life. And so... I am very grateful for that and your wonderful Bound for for Beauté platform, which is really empowering women, men uh, around the world. So I'm very grateful for you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Bit, of a, bit of a love feast in the middle of all this. Yes. Like, I totally love. I love it. <laughs> so thank you for like sharing um, a little bit about you because I just think that yes. gives uh, all the babes out there context. And yes. um, I'm sure they've probably like, why did Christy interrupt? We were hanging on to every word about oh, yeah. the straight <laughs> interaction. So maybe we should pivot back to that. Back um, to this. Okay. Yeah. But like, I suppose like, um, so you're, you were sharing because I was like, hey, Hanging off your every word when you were like, I was on three different dating sites. I was like having really like, I suppose, negative experiences or I suppose not memorable experiences in a positive way. So did you want to share, yeah, what that experience was that was a little creepy, did you say? Sure. Yeah, a little creepy, but also I have been fooled on dating sites. Mm -hmm. That is the best way to say it. Men have fooled me. And uh, the two best examples, uh, one of them is the one that I was um, was going to share. And it was interesting because I'm on this uh, site and this guy only had one photo. 
And to all you ladies out there, that is a red flag if they only post one photo. <laughs> oh, so yeah. <laughs> my advice is to ask, oh, do you have another photo of you with your friends? Do you have a photo with in your, you know, with your favorite uh, sporting event or just one or two more photos just to really see who this person is? So I get, I see this one photo and it's this who looks like a very tall guy. It's a photo of someone who has crouched down on one knee. And this it's a picture of this guy with his hands in the air. He looks about six foot two, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, red hair, uh, seemed like a really nice guy. He reached out to me. We started talking. Come to find out, we both went to the same university. So I thought in my head, he's probably very normal. We had great conversation. We were going back and forth. And uh, one other thing, uh, a big advice for everyone listening, if they don't ask you out within a week, they just want to be your pen pal and they just want to text with you. And girl, move on. Move on. Because I have been in, I was in a year-long text relationship. And I never talked to the person on the phone. And I never saw him in person. So thankfully... Yes. Not not this guy. No, different guy, but uh, girl, there were so many, I have stories about everything, but, um, (laughs) but, but, but I just really recommend to, to, to move on when, if they say to you, no, if you say to them, Oh, you know, so when do you want to hang out? When are you free? And they ignore that you have to say, okay, dude, we're either going to meet in person or I need to invest my time in somebody else. Because there are some people, you know, that will just keep texting with you. But, but back to my story of this tall guy. So we make plans on a Friday night and he seemed like he's a pretty cool guy. Let's call him Alex because honestly, I can't even remember what his real name was, (laughs) which is so crazy. I have no idea. So let's say Alex. So I'm messaging with Alex and, and I say to him, oh, I'm free on Friday night which, you know, is in maybe like two or three nights. And he goes, Oh, wow. Um, you know, Friday night, that's a big night. Uh, you know, (laughs) let's do something really fun, blah, blah, blah. So I meet him at this bar that was right next to my apartment. That was another strategy. Always meet in a convenient location for you. So you know it's easy for you to get home. You know the people. You maybe know a bartender or you know the hostess or you just get familiar with people just in case anything does get weird. You feel like you're in a safe environment. So I met him at a local bar. And I'm, I'm early, I'm about 10 minutes early, um, sitting on a windowsill right before you enter the bar. And I see this tiny little guy walk in. And when I mean tiny, Christy, he was about four foot nine. Wow. He wasn't, he wasn't even five feet tall and I'm five, six. So I'm like the average height for a girl. Yep. And he, he walks in and in my head, I go, <laughs> holy shit, I thought you were going to be six foot two. 
like I am I am totally deceived. Like this is so yeah. not fair. This is terrible. <laughs> he he was he was like a little and this is um he had very blazing red hair. He looked a little bit like a leprechaun because he also wore a red shirt and green pants. Okay. I am like, but you should see my insane. face right now. It is it literally, I cannot believe this is happening to you. Oh my <laughs> well, God, it, it did so happen crazy. to you. It did. It happened to me. So it was so, so we sit down, we have a drink, we're chit-chatting. And for everyone who is listening, and I know Christy, you know this, I, kindness is like my religion. Yeah. I think being kind is so important. So mm-hmm. I couldn't just leave and yeah. I couldn't say, oh, you know, you, you are four feet tall. You're not six feet tall. Uh, you know, you showed this one photo. You're a very different person. So I didn't say anything negative. I sat down and I just looked at him and I said, this is just going to be a fun date of conversation. Yeah. So we have a drink, we have an appetizer, we have another drink. We have another drink. Our conversation is actually flowing. We are having a great time. Christy, this is so hilarious, but fast forward about three hours, we end up going to a club in the meatpacking district of Manhattan where the music is like oons, 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 oons. There's laser beams everywhere. We are in the middle of the dance floor making out with each other <laughs> at four, at three or 4 a.m. We spent the entire <laughs> night out at this club together. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I remember I looked at him when we were walking out of the bar and I gave him a wave and he goes, oh, like, I can't wait to see you again. And I looked at him and I was like, oh, have a good night. And then I never saw him or talked to him ever again. <laughs> Oh my goodness! That it is was not, so hilarious. I did not envision the story to go in that direction. I know. I know, and neither did hopefully anyone in, in listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what the fun thing about dating is: you never know what's going to happen. You never know how your date is going to end. And my biggest advice is: if it's if it's meant to be. It will happen, but if not, take it for what it was. And I took that night as just having a fun night, having some delicious cocktails. And then when he said, do you want to go dance? I thought, hell yeah, I love to, I love to dance. So why not? And just, you just got to go with it. So I think that was like such a perfect example of just go with the flow, girl, go with the flow. (laughs) Well, it's probably nice to share with everyone as well. Your son is an Aquarius, so you are yes. just living your very best life, which yes, I just I am, girl. Of. <laughs> uh, yes, I am. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you weren't expecting that either. No, I was like literally hanging on to your every word thing going, what, where is this going? And this was just, that's a perfect example though, because I love that you were able to not only share that, because I think too, like there's an element of judgment around online dating. Like I catch myself doing it as like, you'll look at somebody's pictures and you're judging them purely based on what's in front of you. And I just feel Mm -hmm. that 
as as human beings today as well, and you hit the nail on the head with, you know, kindness being your religion, is I love learning and understanding about people, but I do catch myself when I'm looking at dating profiles and I'm judging somebody purely on like three photos that are captured yes. in a moment. Right? Isn't that crazy? That's why be open. Mm. And don't, and give everyone a chance because you never know who this person could be. And also another thing is love comes over time. Mm. And I think, I think when you kind of have a love at first sight situation, which has happened to me, I've actually walked into a bar and there was a very handsome bartender And I walked into this bar. My girlfriends were behind me. We walked up to the bar and the bartender looked at me and he goes, what can I get you and your girlfriends to drink? And without skipping a beat, I looked at him and I go, what time do you get off tonight? And I sat down and I didn't leave that bar. And this was maybe at 9 p.m. until 2 a.m. when he got off of work. And I just sat there and we were talking. I had a love at first sight moment with this person. And it's that that's like I realized that is lust. That is yeah. not love. Yeah. Love comes over time and you have to. You have to allow love to happen. And often I think in online dating, you go on one date, maybe you go on two dates with the same person, which is rare because normally you're just going on a lot of first dates. But I think you have to just really open yourself up and literally think of you opening your arms, maybe not doing it, don't do it physically in front of them. But when you're sitting across from this new person, open yourself to them. Like in your mind, think I'm getting to know you and I want to get to know you because I went on way too many first dates and I wasn't open to getting to know them more. There was something wrong with how they said a certain word or how they sipped on their beer or, um, you know, even how they crossed their leg. Or I would point out the stupidest stuff to say, oh no, I would never go out with them again. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I mean, it worked out because I, I felt I, I met the man of my dreams eventually, but it's just very important to just be open and not let one or two things turn you off, if that makes sense. Oh my goodness, that totally makes sense. It's really interesting because I've actually been doing, like reading a lot on how we build our intuition this year. And I I especially think as females, I do totally believe that everybody can be intuitive if they want to open up that portal in their life. But the book I'm reading at the moment, he actually references intuition and how we close ourselves off. And it's interesting because as you were talking about, you know, you've been in these situations where you just were almost waiting to pay up something on that other person. It's actually really a reflection of us, right? It's still some of the work we may need to do, or it's, it's, it's an experience that's reflective of how we're feeling right then. And 
I, I do believe that that's an element of our intuition. We're just not ready yet as well. Does that make sense? Yes. And you're right. We're not ready. And timing yeah. is everything. I'm so glad that you said that because I think as women, we want everything to happen when it's happening for everyone else. So oh. if a girlfriend gets engaged or a girlfriend gets a boyfriend or a girlfriend has a baby or whoever it is who we surround ourselves with, I think we put way too much pressure on, oh, well, it happened for them, so I need to keep up. And that is not how we should be thinking. Because if we did think that way, no one would be happy because I feel like we would all be in the wrong situation at the wrong time. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. Because, well, this is my, this is just my perspective of it, is that because of social media and our access to information today, like with technology and how it's evolved so much, we can literally get anything at our fingertips right now. We can order an Uber, we can have food delivered to our door, we can swipe right for sex, like, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, like this is the thing. And so we then, and then we look at all of our friends around us and we're like, well, why can't I have this? And I want this and this influences blogging about this lifestyle and it creates almost this level of FOMO in our lives but it's not our, at some for some of us it's just not our time exactly and that's okay but yeah. the problem is it's hard to be okay with it yeah right <laughs> you know it's like what the hell why am I not good enough am I not pretty am mm. enough am I not thin enough am I not athletic enough it's like all of these things go through our head and We are perfect just the way that we are. Christy, you're perfect. Everyone who is listening is perfect. I think I'm perfect. I'm just getting better at believing that I'm perfect. But it's just we're perfect in our own way, and we need to remember that. I just think life happens way too fast. Like even this year, I can't believe 2019 is almost over. I feel like it it just began. Yeah. I, like I seriously, I think as, as, as I get older, <laughs> every year yes. I get older, I'm like, time just seems to slip away from you. But I wrote on Instagram this week, I was like, the world waits for us. The world always waits for us. So why are yes. we always in such a hurry? Why are we in such a hurry? Yes. And the right guy or the right girl is going to come into your life at the right time when you're ready. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. So I have a question for you. Okay. What prompted you to start online dating? Um, Because, especially because you entered online dating such a, well, it's it's not really that long ago, but it feels like such a long time ago with where online dating is today. What prompted you to jump on that? And did you have friends around you doing it as well? Oh girl, I was desperate. I wanted a boyfriend so badly. If you asked any of my girlfriends, they were like, oh, Christine wants a boyfriend so bad. I was on the prowl, Christy. (laughs) I was like a, I was like a cat and I was just going around and I was like, Ooh, are you single? Ooh, are you single? Ooh, are you single? Oh, this, yes. I was very, uh, another thing to know about me. And I know Christy, you know this, but for everyone listening, 
I am a social butterfly. <laughs> yes. I, I love where I get my energy and where I can kind of reconnect with the world and where I recharge is talking to other people mm-hmm. and sharing stories and listening to stories and just being around other people. So when I started online dating, well, I have to say, I, I never had a boyfriend in high school. I just was into hanging out with my girlfriends. I was very into sports. I had a, I had just had like a different priority in college. I definitely had a few boyfriends, but those were probably the worst boyfriends I've ever had in my entire life. And the reason why they didn't make me a priority, I was always on the side It was just like, oh, when it's convenient to hang out with Christine, I will. When it's convenient to go to a party with her, I will. So I felt like I was always just like the convenience girl. Whenever it was good for them, that's when I went on a date with them or I was able to hang out with them. So I just, I don't feel, I also now looking back, I didn't set myself up correctly in college. I felt like, I didn't respect myself very much. So I just thought, oh, well, these guys are treating me like complete shit. That's okay. I will change them. I remember there was one boyfriend in particular, and all I thought about was, oh, I'm going to change him. I'm going to be the one girl that's going to make him a better person, and he's going to treat me, he's going to treat women in general better because I'm going to teach him. Uh, No, you you can't change anyone. No, you can't (laughs) ever. You can maybe change. Okay. You want to go on a run with me? Oh, and then they get into running. That's great. You can change little habits here and there, but you really can't change personality traits. You can't change big habits that people do. So I unfortunately learned that the hard way. And I was very like burned in college and university. I just didn't have a good time. I was not very happy So those relationships, I finally realized, wow, I need to make myself a priority first Mm. before I can let a guy into my life. And I have to say that took a very long time. That didn't happen until right before I met Anthony. So I, the reason why I went on all of these dating sites and I was on three at one time is because all of my friends were doing it and I wanted a boyfriend so badly. I mean, even if you talk to some of my coworkers, we went on on a trip to Boston and our bus driver was very, very handsome. And I looked at all my my coworkers and I said, I said, who dares me to go up to the bus driver (laughs) and get his number? And they, they all looked at me and they were like, oh yeah, go Christine. They were like, of course you would, you know, definitely go do it. So I ended up walking right up to him. And I said, what are you doing later today or later tonight? We should go grab a drink. Uh, and he looked at me and he was like, yeah, let's do it. So, so I'm just, I was one of those types of girls. I was not afraid. So the one thing, when I started going on these dating sites, I would always ask the guy, Hey, how are you? Hey, do you want to go out? Hey, what's your favorite place in the city? What do you like to do for fun? I was overly aggressive. Let's just say that. 
I was on the prowl and I was aggressive. I was an aggressive bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were like in your masculine energy, right? Because you were trying, yes. like, I, I think like we have masculine energy and feminine energy, right? And when we're in our masculine energy, and I think especially like you and in the role that you're in, um, in the job that you're in, right? In your career. And, um, you know, I've been in, in that masculine role in, our, in my career as well. It's like you step into that power and because you do it on a day-to-day basis, you're okay to do it in other parts of your life. So when you want yes. something and when you want to manifest something like a man, you're like, right, I'm going to step into my power and I'm going to make yes. this happen. But sometimes, yes. like sometimes that can be a really good thing because there's always something to learn from in a circumstance, right? But sometimes that can be a really bad thing because I still also think like you have to do the work and like question yourself is why am I stepping into my power in this area? Like, because yes. I think sometimes we over, we, we like, what's the word to use? Like we are sometimes overconfident, right? But it's because we maybe aren't confident in that area as well. Yes, I agree. And I think because I didn't have that, I, I, I didn't, I had confidence, but not like secure. I wasn't secure in who I was. I didn't know who I was. I was over, I was making, I was kind of like giving or putting in too much effort. Mm -hmm. And I think these men felt it because there were many times that I would go on a date and I would be sitting across from a guy. I was with him for maybe 10 or 15 minutes and I would look at him in the eye and in my brain, this is what went through my head. Oh, I could marry him. I could see myself having babies with him and a family and a car. Like, what the hell? That was crazy <laughs> energy. That was I was giving off a lot of desperate energy. Like I need I needed someone so much and I wish I hadn't done that, but yeah, I did and that's why I'm not with any of them, but I think the men sensed it. I think they mm-hmm. could kind of smell this not fear, but this like desperation of, oh wow, she she like really needs a, a boyfriend to to be happy. I think mm-hmm. I was giving off that energy oh. when I first started doing these dating sites. So yeah, yeah. not good. Not good, not good. But but I hey, think it's good. Okay. It's part of the journey, right? Like you, yes. Because every time you would have taken something new away from that, whether you reflected and you went, "Hang on, I was putting out that energy. Where's this coming from? Or what can I do better next time?" Like you learn from every experience. Yes, but it took me a lot of experiences to learn, Christy. I think I went on a hundred dates, one zero zero. That's a lot of dating in New York City. <laughs> That's a lot of dating in New York City. There was two weeks. They weren't back-to-back, but there were two weeks where I had a date Monday through Sunday, and I went on a date with every single person. So just imagine how much talking that was, but also how much drinking that was mm-hmm. because I felt like I had to drink just to, not to really relax my nerves, but I think it would have been strange to say, oh, I'll have a water or I'll have a cranberry juice or a lemonade, or it just, it just wouldn't have worked in that social setting. So I also felt like I wasn't very healthy because I was taking in so many calories because of the alcohol. Mm, That's interesting because I hadn't even thought about that. Like, because there's such a 
when you go and have, especially in New York City, right, you're going and meeting somebody on a date, there'd have to be alcohol involved. And I think alcohol is like there's an element of that, right? When you're dating somebody, you go out and you meet them for a drink. And it's like we need to get bigger and better than like looking at other ways we can actually meet people because what happens if you don't want to have a drink? Like, exactly, Yeah. I agree 100%. And now actually that you said that, I realized I didn't need the drink to relax, but you know who did? All of the men that I dated, they were very nervous. And it didn't seem to me now looking back at it, they were not very confident people. And it's a shame that I didn't realize that because I think now, wow, I wish I had been a little bit more selective and a little bit more kind of on my A game because I look back and I think, wow, I was, I was nervous. I didn't really know what to say sometimes and neither did they. So we, we were in the same boat when we were sitting, you know, side by side, having these awkward dates together. It's an awkward thing to, oh. to go out with someone that you don't know, but. Totally. <laughs> like I, yes. I've had some really interesting experiences with online dating and I find yeah. that it's, you can create like, so perception is reality, right? And we look at somebody's profile and we've created like, like, just like Alex, let's call him Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, when you met him, like you thought he was six foot two or whatever that yes. is. And he was like four foot. We create yeah. <laughs> these visual images in our mind of who we think this person's going to be. And then we meet them and we're like, um, why aren't you like the person that I just dreamed up? <laughs> yes. What the heck is happening? Or Mm -hmm. they're much more attractive. That happened to me a few times. I saw some pictures and their pictures did not do them any justice. And I met them in person and they were beautiful human beings. It was Uh, amazing. So there's a little bit of both, which is kind of funny. That's, I love that. I'm going to hang on to that. I haven't met one like that's outdone their pictures yet, but I'm going to hold on to hope. Momentarily. It will happen. It will yeah. happen. Are you on any dating sites right now, Christy? Yeah. Yeah. So you are. Actually, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I feel like I'm finally ready to um, welcome a beautiful partner into my life. Um, yeah. I've been on a massive journey of self-development and really finding out who I am. And so, it's a beautiful place to be in now that I have left the corporate world. I've, you know, started this beautiful business and I feel like I'm finally confident with really who I am and where I'm at because unfortunately being a Virgo, I chase perfectionism and I know it it does show up a lot in my life, but I've really dropped a lot of that this year. And so for me, I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm actually ready. And I feel like- which is oh, awesome. I'm so so happy. Yeah. my heart just exploded because you deserve someone who is exceptional. Oh. You deserve your prince in shining armor coming to you on a beautiful rainbow horse and <laughs> is just shooting out rainbows and rose petals and makes you feel like the best version of yourself. That's what you deserve. 
Oh, babe, like seriously, it's like, it's nice to feel in a place where I do feel so deserving because for a long time, time, I don't think I did. And that actually reflected and showed up with my online dating as well. Like I was dating men that I thought I was really attracted to, but they're like what I would have dated like 10 years ago. And I had to remember... Yeah. Like I'm in a different place now. Yes. You need to be with someone who is different and in, they have to be up to par with Christy 2.0, not Christy 1.0 who was your past. It's the new improved version, the shiny version of you. (laughs) I'm going to go with That's that so shiny cool. version. So, yeah, like, yes. so I'm on Hinge at the moment. I'm also on Bumble, and I have right. had some really interesting conversations, but I'm more open, and I love that you shared that in the beginning because I think being open to the experience is the very first step, is that if you're not open to what could transcend, then how are you going to welcome in anybody into your life that's on the same level as you? Yes. Oh my gosh. I agree 100%. And so who said that to me was actually my mom. And I was oh. telling her about the different dates that I was going on. And she goes, you know, Christine, instead of thinking about, is this the guy that you want to be with? She goes, go out and enjoy the night, go out and enjoy the restaurant, go out and enjoy that mixed drink and that appetizer and that dinner and your walk home and enjoy the beautiful New York City skyline. Go out and enjoy the experience, not just the person. And from the moment she said that, I remember I went on a date probably like within a few days after that. And this is crazy to say, I wasn't even really paying attention to the guy. I just remember I was looking around, I was looking at the beautiful artwork in the bar. I was looking at the wallpaper. I went into the bathroom and there was a beautiful chandelier in the bathroom. And I just thought, wow, if my mom hadn't said this to me, I would have gone to the bathroom. I would have peed, left, and not even noticed this gorgeous crystal chandelier hanging above my head. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I you know, such. So, so I think it's a good mindset to have. It, it is a shift and it is a little difficult, but it is an eye opening thing. And highly recommend if you can think about it in that way, think about it as an experience because the guy is out there. He mm. is out there for you, or the girl is out there, whoever you want to be with, they're out there. You need to become that magnet a magnet of happiness, of light, of hope. And that's when you're going to be very attractive. Like you, Christy, you are a very attractive person. And when I mean that, I mean, not only are you beautiful, but you have this very magnetic energy about you. And I think if you say, if you even think when you're out with your friends, if you kind of go out thinking tonight, I'm going to be this magnet, I think Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Right is just going to come right up to you and is going to be so attracted to this uh, beautiful energy that you give off. I think it's important to kind of think of you, think, think it and manifest it. Just like you said, it's really all about having those good thoughts. Oh, totally. Maybe you should be my life coach. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, yeah, no, no, that's you. Yeah, you're the best at that. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you, you are, are the true things. expert. <laughs> you I are love- the true expert, but it's so true. You you are so amazing. I can't wait until you you find each other because it's going to be a magical moment and I'm here for it girl I'm here oh, for it <laughs> I love it so I love it and don't worry I'll be I'll be sharing that not only with you but the rest of the world as soon as it happens because I think everyone's Good. waiting with bated breath yes. to like go is Christy gonna find her man <laughs> yes we're on the edge of our seat Christy yeah I know <laughs> So a question for you, you know that yes. beautiful advice your mum gave you, do you yeah. think that was one of the turning points that you had prior to meeting Anthony? Like what, yes. what kind of energetic state were you in prior to meeting, like prior to meeting him? Yes, that, that is one of them. I, I think mm-hmm. she said that to me, um, maybe six months before six or seven months, I would say, uh, before I met Anthony. And another thing that changed my outlook and my energy to, to become more magnetic, I was living with a girl who just was so cool, very fashionable, uh, beautiful energy, very smart, very successful. And she would go to this Pilates class every single morning. And I remember I would hear her alarm. We lived in a very tiny New York City apartment. And our walls were very thin. So I could hear her alarm go off at 6 a.m. And she would get up. She would go to this Pilates class. And then I would see her when she came back at night. And she looked radiant. Her arms were chiseled. Her body was beautiful. And I remember we were sitting on the couch and we were doing some type of skincare ritual because I had all my fresh products with me. And we were doing some masking. And and I said to her, I was like, I'm so impressed by your discipline of exercising. And she was like, oh, my God, come with me. I'll bring you to a class. I have a few free classes. You let me know whenever you want to. And immediately I was like, 6 a.m., I'm sleeping. I don't want to wake up. My body isn't ready for that. No thanks. And then I remember thinking, you know what? This could be a really good thing for you. So I actually started going to this Pilates class with her. And we would wake up at 6 a.m. And we would take the subway down to Soho. And we would walk around the corner. And we would go to this amazing, it's called the Bar Method. I am obsessed with it to this day. It's the class that I was talking to you about earlier. But I started realizing that there's more to life than just work and finding a man. Because those were the two things that were hot on my plate. And they were like, okay, I have to check both of these boxes before I can be happy. And I would say that Mm. to myself a lot. And I would say, when I find a guy, I'm going to be happy. When I lose weight, I'm going to be happy. When I get promoted, I'm going to be happy. And I finally realized when I was stretching and doing these amazing exercises for myself, I thought, Christine, you should be happy today. Today is a great day to be happy. So it was not only this uh, kind of take take, uh, the experience just like, you know, today, what what my mom said, that great advice, but it was also because I was focusing on myself. And I have to say, Christy, I looked really good. I lost about 
about 20 pounds with, with right before I met Anthony, but I felt amazing. My mm-hmm. skin was glowing. My arms looked really good. I always was so conscientious about my arms. And for the first time in my life, I was wearing tank tops and I was wearing shorts. And I just was like, Hey world, Christine is here. I am this magnetic energy. And I think that was one thing that Anthony was very attracted to. I didn't give off this desperation that I needed a man. Mm. I was like over that phase. I, I couldn't really care less. And I remember on our first date, um, or actually the next day, my girlfriends were like, oh, so, you know, what do you think? And I looked at them and I go, I don't know. I was like, we'll see. And all my girlfriends were like, oh, wow, like that, I'm so surprised. You know, normally I would be sitting with them for an hour, two hours, and we'd be chit-chatting about all the flaws. What I said, was that okay that I said that? And I was repeating it back to them because I was so nervous. Oh, did he like me? Was he the one and did I just blow it? Mm. And with Anthony, I thought, eh, if it's meant to be, it'll be. If not, I had fun and... It was just interesting. I finally, that the, taking that Pilates class made me realize I need to take care of myself. Beautiful. And I never really took care of myself before. And this was how I could do it. And I felt incredible. So I really advise everyone, and it doesn't have to be exercise, but find something that's not work-related, that's not relationship-related, that's not family-related. Do something that takes your mind off of this crazy world that we live in and do it for you. And it doesn't matter what that could be, but if you do something that has nothing to do with all of kind of the 360 elements around you, it's going to be like sunbeams coming off of your face of happiness and, and really relief that you're doing something for yourself. That's oh. huge for me. That was, that was incredible when I like started realizing that. And that, that was is... right before I met Anthony. But that is like a mic drop moment because I think that that is exactly like when you're in that place of where you're 100% confident with who you are as a person, you can only ever attract that same level into your life. Like, yes. Yeah, there was no desperation there. It was just you full of confidence and you were just 100% happy with who you are and the experiences that you were having in your life. Yes. Ah, ah, and I even remember our first date, the, just like the feeling of how good I felt. And I was wearing like a cute little dress and some cute heels and I curled my hair and I just, I remember I turned the corner and I saw Anthony and he looked at me and I just confidently walked towards him. And I just remember with each step that I took, I thought, okay, a new person, a new conversation. This is the new me. This is Christine 2.0. Let's go. Let's Uh. see what tonight has in store. It was like I was on the runway and I was walking towards him. I was like, yes, work it, work it, work it. Yes, work it. Yes. I was so amazing. Like that song, like that song, I'm 
too sexy for my shirt, too sexy. It was playing in my head as I was walking towards him. <laughs> oh my goodness, Christine. I absolutely love that because I actually envision you doing that as well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's oh, so right. beautiful. And like you've mm-hmm. just painted not only such an incredible picture of your journey, but mm. also to the pivotal moments that helped you to get yes. where you are today. And that like yeah. to me, it's like I talk so much about doing the work and doing the work is so different for everybody. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I love that you were able to share some really specific examples in regards to, you know, whether it was advice from people around you, whether it was how you could up-level your confidence or even, you know, doing something like for you, like going to Pilates, because that is doing the work, all of those elements that help you to get to where you dream of going. Yes. Ah, you summed that up so beautifully. Uh, So I suppose just to let everybody know that's listening, you know, where you're at with your beautiful relationship, that would be like a really nice way to, I suppose, close today's podcast. So share with us what, what the last year has been like and what it looks like for the 2020. Yes. Yes. So we got engaged. So I met Anthony in 2015. We had a lovely relationship for the past four years. And I think, Christy, you said it so beautifully where we we now bring each other up. We met each other at the right time for both of us, where we were both like, okay, it would be great to have someone in our life, um, but, but we give each other this amazing confidence. I give him confidence in his work, in his life. He gives me so much confidence. We love to travel the world together. We are just the best of friends. And we got engaged in January. Um, so that was like the coolest thing ever. I had a feeling it was happening because in uh, (laughs) November of last year, we went, uh, down fifth Avenue and we went ring shopping. So I was trying on rings from Tiffany's to Cartier to De Beers. It was every girl's dream. It was exactly like sweet home, Alabama. When Reese Witherspoon opens her eyes and she's on the, on the floor of the Tiffany's, diamond showcase and uh, what's his name uh mcdreamy from gray's anatomy (laughs) looks at her and goes pick one and she was you know she just gets to pick out any diamond that's exactly how i felt so anthony is just the sweetest guy ever he just wants the best for me he he's just the sweetest most beautiful teddy bear he's so smart and so reliable that was one of the biggest things that i was so attracted to him um, in, in this online dating he was very very reliable and when he said do you want to hang out next friday we hung out on friday do you want to hang out on tuesday we actually hung out on tuesday where a lot of other people were very flaky they would mm. give me you know a last minute oh sorry i can't come something came up at work you know these all these excuses and anthony is very honest he's reliable he is the sweetest best most amazing man in the entire world and we are getting married in april of 2020 and we have everything ready to go 
Um, yeah, so it's a true online dating love story. It, I got very lucky, and you can too. You just have to buy. I, my biggest thing is take your time and give everyone a chance because I have to say, I don't think I thought Anthony was going to be my husband when I first met him. And I mm -hmm. thought, oh, wow, he's a great guy. He's very respectful. He's funny. He's attractive. But I didn't know that I was going to marry him. But I'm so glad that I am. You know, so it's like you just you have to take your time, enjoy every moment of the journey. And it, too, can happen to you where you can be planning a wedding a few years after swiping right on a guy. And, and I hope that for everyone who is listening, because it's a, it's a pretty awesome feeling for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like you were able to drop so many little gems in today's conversation, Aww. Christine, that Aww, I'm sure a lot... So. Oh, like I'm serious. Like I'm sure so many people will actually go back and re-listen to some of those because you were yes. able to not only give insight into, you know, online dating, but what it takes to really get yourself to a place where you're comfortable with who you are and then yes. what you can do to make the most of the experiences in front of us. Because I think we put a lot of expectation around what we expect from an experience or a person we meet or even ourselves. And you've really demystified that today, which I've absolutely loved listening to. Oh, my pleasure. This was a great experience uh, to be on here with you. I love you so much. And I really wish the best to everyone who is listening because you deserve a great counterpart. Whoever you are in Australia, in the US, yeah, you, you really deserve it. So it'll happen when the time is right. And don't forget that. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you hear, then please rate, review, and subscribe where you love to listen. Or you can connect with me via social at Bound for Beauty. And that's beauty with an E. I'll see you next time.